Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boy, Zaheer, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. On Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, we want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up? So, we are... In celebration mode. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly so. So. <laughs> Let me tell you what Diamond does. Diamond says, oh, we, I get tagged on Facebook about some good old scrumptious meal that Diamond didn't cook because, you know, we wasn't able to make it on Sunday. And so I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. So we get here. Diamond fixes the plate. It's, it's good and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she says, guess what we're celebrating? The death of McCain. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had twelve plates of well, macaroni and cheese. Well, honey, we you know <laughs> in these times, these joyous times, I celebrate our. I'm sorry, our ancestors <gasps> normally cook and have a feast when good news come, <laughs> and so I decided to go to Kroger's, pick up some. Turkey necks, collard greens, and some purple whole peas, and make some macaroni cheese, and just you know, just do it really big in celebration of you know the passing of some old rich white man. Is it literally like a turkey's neck? Yes. Yeah. Really. It's really good. And I forget. Oh. I always but forget that I'm not even- Z is vegan, <laughs> so the celebration turns into. <laughs> You're killing animals. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm vegetarian, oh. so. Vegetarian. But you just said the it was good. But, no, but well, you know, I'm just newly came off of meat. So, <laughs> so it's still good. Like baby. yesterday. <laughs> it's still good. Earlier. <laughs> so what else? What else has been going on? Um, well, I went, me and Z went to the Tiana Taylor and caesar daniel caesar uh concert oh and the I one get, that she booted jeremiah off <laughs> no yeah what? i think she so she had quit the tour it was jeremiah's tour uh-huh. but she was the special 
double the special guest person. But when nobody fucking fucking with Jeremiah like that, she was the one who was bringing the fucking crowd. Because True. when she would be done, nobody would be there. Everybody else would be gone. Oh, they would pay <laughs> And so I guess he was being rude to her, rude to her, or being shady to her. And she was like, you know, fuck this shit. I'm not going. I'm not even fuck with them. They being real disrespectful. You know, not putting me on marquees, not putting me on flyers, not putting me on, just kind of being real disrespectful mm. in regard to the promotion. She was like, fuck them. I'm not fucking with them. And so. It was, it was a good combo, though, with Daniel but, 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 but wait. Uh-huh. So what they told her, when she said she was going to quit, the people who was organizing, the people who was like, okay, we making money off of this, they said, well, don't worry about it. We just going to kick him out and make it about you. <laughs> 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 and I guess they added that this other person y'all saying, and yeah. I'm, I feel old because I don't I don't know this person name that y'all talking about. Well, this person <laughs> name happens to be the uh, guy who sings our song. Oh, y'all what got a song? Ca- yes. What I is it called? What's get you? He's smudging. Oh. <laughs> but let's talk about the concert. So I never heard Tiana Taylor's con- um new album until I got to the concert. And baby, one of her work, Miss Pussy, work, Miss Pussy. I uh-huh. said, ah! I got my That's life. That's not her song, though. That's it's old not, school house it, music. It's not. Midwest house, right. Uh, baby. <laughs> ah, I got my it life. Was, it was a lot of LGBT people yeah. there. We was, uh-huh, we trans was, icon. It was um yeah. a lot of studs, and we was promoting the podcast and stuff. And oh, was, that was good. It was bomb. And like, I what was dope to me about that? Um, because I listened to the album after the concert, and she actually had Octavia Saint Laurent like her voice on uh, Paris is Burning at the end. Oh, nice. When she was talking about, I want my name to be a household product. I was like, yes, yes it was sickening. Word out. Now, um. So before entering the venue, uh, me and Z had got into it, right? Oh Lord! And uh, what we get into it for? Okay, so because explain because you got you tried to yell at me. But okay, but but you but nigga, <laughs> you know we was going to the concert. So if I was like, okay, boom, we need to find a parking spot. You said you knew where to where to go and was showing me where to go. And then this nigga, he just was pissing me off. So I never just, told you where to go. Bruh, you had you the said GPS. it was down the street. Normal couples <laughs> don't know fucking directions. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Fast so forward. We, so we got into it. So um, no, I so made the got tensions are already high. No, yes. she got into it with me. <laughs> That's a fucking lie. So okay. tensions are high, and we're walking across the street, and um, we're going to the concert. He's supposedly leading me to where the entrance is, and so we across the street. I see like a girl, and I'm like, okay, is this bitch going to the concert? She's like. She looks like, <laughs> like old girl off a of baby club. The the thick one, baby kids. Baby kids. She looks like, and, oh. and no shade, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with the thick girls. But she had like some coochie cutters and a black yes, bra. Yes, wear it out. And and Sick that's thing. it. A body. She had me fucked up. Wiggly, she had me sex kids. I was gonna give it to her, <laughs> baby. Let me tell you what happened. So she was she was across the street. I didn't pay her no mind. I was like, oh okay, cute. And so I'm like, I'm pushing it. Me and I'm worried about Z. So at the light before we cross, I reach over and give Z a hug and make up and kiss him. He's still paying it. So he <laughs> he keeps walking across the street. I'm paying it. She make me sound like such a meanie. That's my baby, though. He, he, kept, <laughs> he kept um walking. I think I was on my phone, and I don't know where. In the side of my eye, I see, like, 
heavy. You know how like when you heavy, but you move, trying to move fast, but you really ain't moving fast. So I see little bitty feet going really, really fast in a big body. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. So I look and oh girl is charging me like she was about to pop me off guard. So I'm like, okay, so what's going on? And she was like, don't hug my man. That's my nigga. I said, <laughs> wait a minute, what? Hold on. <laughs> First of all, I, now I know you cuckoo because no. That, as soon as I saw her, I knew she was on drugs. Heavy. I didn't know that. So on drugs and not on drugs, she wasn't about to pop the doll. So she she she, she ran, just run up to you talking about don't fuck don't, hug my don't man. hug my man. And oh. I was like, what? Wait a minute, don't. First don't you like, is she joking? Yeah, I was like, yeah, but no, she was then running. Like, nah. Yeah, when she, when I turned around and she had like to stop on her tracks. You know how you running really fast and you got to kind of catch yourself, mm-hmm. that type of tea. And so I'm like confused and bewildered. But then I'm like, wait a minute, bitch, you not finna twirl me. And we're in the middle of traffic. There's a there's cars behind us. And so I was like, bitch, no, you don't run up on me. And she was like, but that's my man. And then she started talking about a bitch that was in sitting in her car. And I was like, oh, okay, you loony. So I, <laughs> <laughs> so I start walking. I I start walking off. And as I'm walking off, I see her about to come forward again. I'm like, oh, okay, bitch. All right. Now you trying it, and so I'm like, you know, don't walk, don't run up on me. And she, she did some some weird shit, and I walked across the street. Now, what burnt my pussy was, motherfucking Z was all the way across the street. No, I was trying to get out of the traffic, and I knew she was a crackhead because I, my, basically, I grew up in. It, across the street from crackheads. Mm-hmm. So I know they just say stuff and like they would come on my porch randomly and my dad would hire them to to basically wash our stuff and clean our house, you know, for cheap. So I just know their behavior really Exploiting. well. <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know but I understand. I know their behavior really well. So I was just paying and I just kept walking. I was like, oh, we in the middle of traffic. This is embarrassing. Baby, she had me <laughs> fucked up. Embarrassed. Drugs are Bro, on, not on drugs. This she is, had, this she is wasn't going to pop me. I get thrown in the middle of the street by a crackhead girl. This is what I want everybody to know. It so the problem it. was you felt like he, well, I was he abandoned. You. I he felt was like I was abandoned. You. And I was supposed to be protected. Z wasn't ready to pop. I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> no, this wait, time no, 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 no. No, no, no. Speak your piece. <laughs> she, uh, okay, she has a really bad temper, right? Mm-hmm. That's what embarrasses me. It's not the fact that she trans and I have to remind her. She's like, okay, I get it. But then she bring up stuff like, you embarrassed because I'm trans. I'm like, no, I'm embarrassed how you handle situations. People be having me fucked up. Wait, how does she handle this situation with some crazy lady running up her to her talking about I was like, at least get across the street like with me. I was like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like, let's go across the street. Mm. And then like, if she run up, I got you. But we was in the middle of the street downtown. I'm like, bro. And like, everybody looking and gawking and yelling. Yes, God. I would have twirled her in in front of all the traffic. She wasn't finna give me from my... Imagine her. She was bigger than me. Even though she was shorter, she would have wore me out off guard. But because I know their behavior... I don't know their behavior. I'm not used to things like that. That's why I'm gonna pass. That's why I'm gonna pass on this conversation. I don't know what to say. Y'all had an interesting week. I don't even know what to say. So the concert was bomb.com. I'm glad that the concert was bomb, child. This sounds crazy, crackheads, and 
It's always something every oh, time Lord. we go out. No, but oh, last Lord. yesterday when we went out, the tray was trying me. Let me tell you what happened. Uh uh-uh, uh, we ain't about to get enough story. <laughs> we about to go into our first subject. It's Bye, always Mia. something. Bye. <laughs> oh my God! I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know. I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> Alrighty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. <laughs> so our first topic is going to be um so I was me and my friends was talking and we were talking about, you know, how everybody's childhood is different in different households. Mm-hmm. And one of the subjects that came up was living in a naked household. Mm-hmm. So y'all know what a naked household is? Mm-hmm. Yes. basically walk around naked freely yes walking around naked freely um in front of like your parents and stuff i grew up in a naked household so my mom would um i also grew up in a single parent home now i had stepdads and stuff but um mostly it was just my mom and you know me seeing my mom nude from the time i was born till till i transitioned Mm. um was really really not is really really normal like it wasn't um anything for my mama to be just sitting out around the house naked it was nothing for anybody in the house that that's <laughs> us and my mom everybody just walking around naked like it's no team come on adam and eve it was not it was not sexual it was not anything it was just this is normal everyday life for us mm-hmm. and i awkwardly learned that that is not how <laughs> other households are. <laughs> so I remember I had spent the night over my um over my friend's house, and I I feel comfortable sleeping naked. <laughs> like that's how I don't feel. I don't even. I don't feel comfortable if I have clothes on. So I have to be like, <laughs> see, I have naked. to grow into that. Oh, so you you had to have some. I used to have clothes on, on, but I had like I got this really big fear of parasites. So I felt like if I had my clothes off, then you know I was gonna get got. But that's not what happened though. I overcame that. (laughs) (laughs) I bitch gone. So I was um, (laughs) so dramatic. Everything is dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm over my friend's house, and I'm young. I'm probably like seven. Yeah, seven. And I took off all my clothes and got in the bed. And it was time for me. I had to pee. I got up and just butt naked, walked to the bathroom and pee. And his mama was like, what are you doing? (laughs) 
And it was so, it all, the, her, the, her voice shamed me. Uh, where I was like, whoa, what? Kind of like the Adam and Eve story. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't. Wait, is it, this is bad? I didn't know that. Whoops. Oh, okay. Well, let me run back and put some clothes on. <laughs> and then I went home. The Like, the next day, I went home and told my mom. And my, was, my mom was like, oh, no, baby. That's not her, how everybody do it. This is how we do You only supposed to be naked in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because as I got older and learned that there, it was a taboo thing, mm-hmm. um... I, I had to try to I had to kind of come to grips with the pros and cons of this type of house. One of the pros is I remember before I go into the pros, let me know how y'all grew up in y'all household. What was the nudity level? Mm. So like ours was butt naked. It was like not just panties on, like bucky naked, butt ass. naked, tits out, ass out, everything. <laughs> Ding dings out, cuckoos out, <laughs> everything out. Free and just for around. all. Free for all. Free for all. The mm. only time it was like that for me is when I got straight out of the tub. Mm. But it was comfortable. You know, I have I grew up with both parents basically. Mm-hmm. How did your dad walk around? Mm, he didn't walk around naked. Shirtless? Yeah. A just lot. butt pants. Yeah. Or underwear? Yeah, or shorts. Okay. Not really underwear even. But though. like that's Yeah. Stuff. But in your mom? No, she was never around. <laughs> she was so never naked? She was in, no. Like nightgown or something? Yeah, yeah, nightgown. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. what about Eula? Well, Eula, <laughs> Eula was motherfucking sexist. So uh-huh. it was okay for her and Tessa, my sister, to be naked. But, what? like, I felt like I was one of the girls. So I was like, girl, ain't nobody looking at you, girl. And nobody wants to banana titties, girl. And she would be like, no, cover it up. I'm using the restroom. But with my sister, it would be no tea. So she would be naked in front of your sister. And but my not sister you. would be in naked because in front you of her. Were, because you, not now, but then you were a male child. I was the cunt. Not to Eula. <laughs> Eula know what she had. <laughs> she said no, male. She said no. You are okay, a boy. So okay, so nudity in front of the female, but not in front of who? You know who you were at the time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. What about you and Tessa? Me and Tessa, no. It's like no. Wait, see, Tessa is like, like she's like your mom, but I don't know if she's just like family. She's like with everyone. Like you could come to my house, and my sister will be yes. going getting out the shower, and she'll be like, "I love my body," and she'll she'll go right to the um. She'll be like, "I'm washing. sorry, y'all. I don't have on no no, no clothes." I'd be like, "And come out butt naked, like, and and do her chores and everything." Oh, I, with strangers in the house. With strangers, like I'm oh. she, I'm free. <laughs> hey. No. That's how she is. No, my mom ain't that. No, my mom is family. My children, <laughs> yes. But if anybody's in the house, she's she got clothes on. She'd be unbothered. Yeah. Well, she'll have her nightgown on, a robe, a little duster mm-hmm. or something. But, um. Well, no, okay. I don't want to get the perception that she's just butt naked in front of just everybody. No, just like, like just little moments where she's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I'm in a rush and mm-hmm. bitch, I don't feel like putting on no robe real quick. I got to run out real quick. And oh, she's from yeah, the, yeah. You just going to have to see my titties. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in my own house, like I, you, if you around me long enough, you definitely gonna see my titties. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not gonna. I, my transition changed the way I thought about things. 
Mm-hmm. So once mm-hmm. I transition in my household, that's when it became a thing. The thing where I was going to like, think about. Yeah. My <laughs> mother is, my mother is, uh, how my mother is. Um, so the, the pros, let's talk about the pros. <laughs> so the pros about being a, in a home like this, it grounds you in loving your body. How it yeah. is. That's another thing, because I can really I can't remember, like I said, and this is this is a different conversation when it comes to trans folks, because usually the trans narrative is, um, you know, we we hate our body. We're in the wrong body. We can't look at our body. There's a there's a disdain for our body. So I didn't go through that kind of dysphoria. Once I knew that it was a possibility for me to align my mind and my body mm-hmm. it became a goal it wasn't a i hate my body hate hey 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 oh i have to change it i have to get these surgery to change it da, da, da. it was mm-hmm. i love my body because my mother taught me to love everything about me mm-hmm. so i love my body but i know my mind doesn't fit this body that i see mm-hmm. so it's not hate i don't hate it but i know Ooh, now i know there's some things i can do to change it mm-hmm. and so that's and so now my goal started to be Get the money to change these things. It, it was I wasn't in a hate mode ever for my body. So when I was younger, it was like, oh, you know, I like my skin, I like my body, da 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 da. da. But then once I started to change, my brother. Before I get to that part, my brother, I remember when he was when he started to have sex, and he had got a bump on his oh. private part. And so he from came, having sex? No, no, no. It wasn't from having sex. But oh. because he had started to have sex, you know, he, he got a bump on his private part. Not because of sex. So mm-hmm. okay. he oh. comes into my room and he just pulls out his dick. Mm-hmm. No prep, no anything. <laughs> just pulled it out and say, Diamond, what's this? And I looked at it and I was like, that's nothing, nigga. That's a hair bump. And I got a tweezer and went and pulled the hair out of the bump because it was a hair bump mm-hmm. and got a tweezer and for like this and we did this like it was nothing that's how me and me that's are. how me and my sister are. <laughs> me like me it was like nothing we were so com- because we've been around each other nude forever mm-hmm. there's no shame in the in the situation there's no shame or embarrassment or taboo mm-hmm. we know that this is not sexual yeah right. like me and my and sister s- done that before yeah. like she was but it, I, she'll like be like, okay, bitch, this ain't supposed to look like this. Tell me if this looks weird or if, if this color, like, cause I don't know what vaginas are supposed to look like. So she'll be like, oh, tell me if this is this color. And I'd be like, oh, okay, no, girl, you good. She'll be like, okay, bitch. And mm-hmm. then with Z, we are very, well, very. Well, y'all, y'all in a relationship. So there's an yeah, intimate true. thing. There's an intimate level. So I, I literally took the tweezer and, pu- and, and pulled out the, um, the hair bump, showing him the ingrown hair. And he was like, oh, I was like, yeah, so you just take a tweezer and pull it out. And he was like, oh, shit, I thought I done got an STD or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, nigga, but why? You ain't wearing condoms? <laughs> right. Do you need some condoms? I have them right here. What's up? He's like, yeah, I am, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know. This it look weird because it did. It was like really juicy. <laughs> like yeah. it was like a bump. Like it looked like kind of like a pimple, but it was red and it was like. Ugh. So I pulled it out. and He was like, "Oh!" And then it went down. So Cute. it was that. Just him 
being, I think the reason he was that comfortable to come and talk to me, normal, first of all, because we're an open sexual converse, not sexual in, in like turning on, but talking about sex in our family mm-hmm. is not a taboo thing. My mother has already, has always said, you know, y'all can come and talk to me about anything. You don't have to mm-hmm. be ashamed about sexuality. You can come and talk to me about anything. And so we all have been like that with each other. So when I transitioned, it changed for me. It changed because now I got dick and tits. <laughs> so it is visually different, visually out of norm. And so there became my mother is a type. When I got titties, like when I went and got my titties done, my mother, as soon as she saw me, oh, bitch, take that shirt off. Let me feel them. <laughs> <laughs> like really direct, Let, honey. Come on, let's see. Let's see. You've been wanting these. Yeah, let's see what it's giving. You've been wanting these. Let me see. And she literally in front of me, both hands on my titties, squeezing them. <laughs> like, damn, these feel real. Squeezing, squeezing, squeezing. So this is how my mother is. But she's like this about everything. Baby, if you got a little bit of stubble on your chin, she's going to be like, oh, bitch, you need to say that. <laughs> or something, anything wrong with you, my mother is paying attention. Not just wrong, any right, it could be right, whatever. She is so like. She pays attention. She pays attention details. to it. And she will talk about it and have a conversation about it. So I knew being naked in front of my mother would trigger these weird ass conversations. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I stopped being nude around my mother in in once I transitioned. It started to be weird. Also, same thing with my brother. It started to transition made me physically uncomfortable because it would trigger these conversations. ignorant conversations. So it's it's I definitely don't I'm definitely not naked around my um my family now. My tits would be out, yes. <laughs> but like just butt naked like back in the day, no. I, I ain't never been. I stopped. No. I feel I like if that. I had chest surgery, I would be a nudist. I had a moment where my mom. <laughs> well, should you be out and proud with your breast? I out? know, but the whole thing is kind of disheartening to see. <laughs> it got to be Together? one thing. Yeah. It's like, okay. One thing or the other. <laughs> That's how I feel. How, if y'all had children, how would y'all be? Would y'all be more open? What oh. you mean? I thought about that. Like, I was talking to a co-worker, <laughs> and she was like, um, and I, this is how I felt. She was like, oh, do you have a sexual angel? And I said, no. Why would your co-worker be asking uh, No. And why would you answer like a fool? Because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and so I was that like, "It's just not, you know, not. It's not about not giving a fuck. It's you don't give these people the leeway to think that's okay by answering it." Well, no, 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 no. That's I, what I was um, saying. Okay, so what? No, listen, I'm listen. Gay. No, I, I we had a personal connection because I cried with my mom, about my mom, and like it was kind of personal that where the conversation was. It wasn't like business. So um, I was I was just open with her. I was like, okay, well, I I want to have children. That's why I haven't had a sex change, and that's kind of what I've always been. I've always wanted one, and I mean, you know that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, well, after my children, I could see me having a sex change just because I don't. Well, don't, you volunteering that information is okay, but her asking you, do you have a yeah. sex change, is the problem. Yeah, that's no, unimportant. I understand that. 
and number and another thing that it can open up the door for problems at your job mm-hmm. because now that she knows you don't have a sex change that could trigger oh she's going into girls restroom and she still have a penis fear 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 monger fear monger fear monger <laughs> twirl 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 monger twirl monger but twirl. you won't you could but not even hear see, about see, it see that that's what you I'm could talking. not hear about <laughs> it you could you could not hear just about it. it. She could just be telling it to some some HR person. Well, no, and you then problem started. You don't know where it came from. No way, not at my job at the uh, the agency. Mm-hmm. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. It just I can just... start shit that you don't want to start. And and they and I wish they would. I really do. <laughs> it would, I would I would tell you, and then I would tell Monica Roberts, and I would have the, all, all the girls shut that motherfucker. But some, but you you're not in Texas that. That you're not in a state that protects you, so we can't. You so we can't wear them out, Diamond. No. That's what you're saying. We can't. We no, can't count not legally. Wear them. No, you're not in this. You are in a state that does not have protection, so you yeah. have to play it a little differently. Well, you know, maybe that's I, just a real thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, I was how open y'all going to pay it? Okay, so I think how I would y'all be okay. are going to be with your children? I said that I would have a sex change after mine. I feel like I would be okay regardless. I would probably have to talk like, hey, you know, you know, the majority, but that wouldn't be till later. But it's like when they start to be around people, then like around other people and aware of other people's bodies, I would mm-hmm. probably have to talk, but I wouldn't really give a fuck. Mm. I would let them because be I would think too. like with y'all if you how it is that would be but it would be their norm if you right, think about exactly. it yeah, like true. if it would be the normal like but would that confuse them I not with good so. conversation yeah I don't think so I think no, with so communi- before they know you know what I mean because you know it would be their norm this is what they would come in the world to mm-hmm so just like, how we confusing? came in the world with our dads having penises and it'll kind of be the same thing. It'll kind of just be like... Come on, new generation, bitch. That's the <laughs> I don't know how I would handle that. It seems... I, you, you talk about it. You, yeah. you talk through it. and um, But actually living it mm-hmm. would be different. I think it would be dope. And like you said, with understanding and if you could communicate it and like you said as well, if that's all they know, mm-hmm. then like... How would they interpret it? Is anything weird other than society telling them, hey, you know, your mom's supposed to have a uh, pussy or a vagina and your dad's supposed to have a penis. That's the only way that they would feel some type of way. But Mm -hmm. hopefully by that time we have have already established them. Yeah, Yeah. y'all have already established that kind of education and communication. Mm -hmm. So I can see that kind of happen. I don't know. I definitely want to be free around my kids. Mm -hmm. So... I don't think that I would not. I think I would be nudist. I think I would be mm-hmm. like I am now. I'm com- I'm comfortable naked. So usually around my house, I'm usually naked. Like with mm-hmm. Brandon. Brandon lived with me. Brandon always is naked. He always, he'll have some shorts on, but usually him being naked in front of you, you gonna see him naked. And mm-hmm. same thing with me. I'm just gonna be, that's just normal. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in my household, if my kids were in my house, that we would be naked. It would be a naked household. I mm-hmm. think... Because I I think like I said with my mom I think it was a, it was a um, it was a pro in my life when I was able to talk to my mom about body parts and talk to my mom about sex and talk to and t- anything important. yeah important. It's, I think one of the reasons you know why I ain't never had no STD is because I I have had really really good people around me that were 
not about sex shaming mm-hmm. um, and body shaming and all that kind of stuff. So I think it just laid the foundation to be comfortable and nudity is not a taboo. It's the norm. Um, yes, when you go out in the world, you cover up um, because everybody doesn't think like you mm-hmm. but in your house this is your home and you make the rules and you decide what's the norm and i think it broadens you know it, it kind of extends it it extends in my life outside of where i know that my home is where i'm safe mm-hmm. and it just solidifies that yeah and that's a good feeling mm-hmm. like like you always want to come home and be like, this is my space, especially with all the bullshit you have to face out in the outside world. You want to come home. That's why I, th- I believe in like making your home beautiful mm-hmm. and like just like a space where you're just like, ah, oh, that reflects, you know, house. bell hooks, bell hooks has a video online. She's on, um, she's at, the, she did a residency at the new school. And so they got a lot of videos that are like, um, with her and one of the one of the parts in the video she talks about in her home when she's creating space in her home Mm -hmm. um she wants the home to reflect her Mm -hmm. reflect her beauty love her um and her home is just a reflection of her like all her artwork is black all her something that expresses love and the beauty for black women and it reflects her and it's just a space of Everything she sees in her home is telling her that she's beautiful. She's worth it. She's, um, you know, and it could be just a picture of some little black girl looking Mm -hmm. beautiful instead of, you know, something opposite or something that's representing money or something that's everything in her home is reflecting something, some beauty, something beautiful to her. That's 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 how my big mama house is. She loves turtles and got little turtle sculptures everywhere. Like like old African women uh-huh. like real dressed up and nice they're like everywhere and like pictures that all her grandkids made and stuff yeah and i'm starting to change and buy certain things because i used to have like i still have some marilyn monroe pictures of mm-hmm. because you know she's an icon i love me but but um i'm trying to get more you know just a, i got tons of african stuff um you know, it's just I'm trying to curate my home to be like that. And so that mm-hmm. goes along with um, creating spaces that feel safe. So that's what I wanted to talk about in regards to, you know, having a naked home. And I, I want you guys to hashtag Marcia's Play and tell me what kind of home did you grow up in? Was it naked? Was it half naked? <laughs> Was it fully clothed? Tell me what you particularly think about this subject. Hashtag Marcia's Play. La, 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 la. Australia came up with a new law that basically if if you discriminate against somebody the LB, of the LBGTQI I think she's I think it's a QIA um that or or HIV or if they have HIV Oh yeah, so I forgot how, about that. How funny is that, huh? What's funny? Dude? It's cuz hmm? <laughs> You're supposed to know this already. Anyways, back to <laughs> me tell, talking about my topic Hi, Diamond. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, if you discriminate against the LBGT um, Q community or the um, or someone who has HIV, that you could be sentenced to three years uh, in prison. And what country is this? This is Australia. Okay. And so, uh, my question first to you, Diamond, is: Do you think this is too harsh 
for um this type of penalty uh penalty and should it be um should it be passed the sh- should the torch be passed over this way so that we can be protected as well hmm hey, people are discriminated against people with hiv like that nowadays i don't know i want to know what's the climate over there with hiv the STD, i mean the uh, statistics yeah like what's the climate in regards to social climates are they really discriminating or it kind of makes you i'm sure some people are but it kind of makes you be like hmm the cis people when they say we're forcing things on them is it the same thing because i don't see the same protection for black people really in regards to what like if we're discriminated against i don't see anybody getting sentenced for three years in prison for rape. Um, I they 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 are included in the hate crimes. The you know when we oh, get when it's it, hate when actual it's, hate crimes. Like in America now, I don't know about the this Australian law, but in America, when you is certain some states have laws that if it is a particular hate, particularly a hate crime, oh. motivated by hate, then you can get harsher sentences, and race is included in that. Oh. So being gay, being um, being a woman. If it's if it can, if they can prove that th- that hate is um, the motivation, mm. you can get a harsher sentence. So it can be uh, just um, um, gotcha. tried as a hate crime gotcha. for them too. So their in- grace is included in that. Now this particular one in Australia, I wonder. I really want to know how what what led HIV being in to the LGBT in whatever how yeah. they do their lives, what led it being added and being now I can see mm-hmm. you know because usually when we're t- in our country we we don't those are kind of separate in regards to, to in regards to the laws mm-hmm. so um until you get into the medical arena but I, I really want to know how what led to them being in a law together like what is what's the social climate over there to where people with HIV are um are being discriminated categorized. together yeah. together hmm. like what's the cases that come up that brought this up um i can see it being possible of course probably um, people asking um do you got HIV when they trying to remove so ends <laughs> from your head <laughs> <That too. laughs> um i don't let me see is it too harsh of course not um, I don't think it's too harsh. I think three that years ain't shit. Three years really ain't shit. <laughs> and this is uh, is this on top of whatever other laws you broke? Like, is this extra yeah. years? Um, I don't know. I, I I definitely don't think it's too harsh. I feel like this is a step in the right direction for their country. Mm-hmm. I wish that our country would do something like that, even though I think that's what it is. I think that's what the, the hate crime bills in certain states is they get harsher sentences if it's deemed a hate crime Mm. so but that's not on a federal level that's not like everybody does that Mm -hmm. so that's really on a state-to-state basis here yeah um but it's good that there is it is it it's good that it's there i think it's cool i think so even though i don't know people act you know how the people act like in europe racism is it's just different over there it's just not as bad as over here but it's still when you hear black people in europe talk about racism they like these motherfuckers still white supremacists (laughs) they still (laughs) Mm -hmm. oppressive 
but people make it seem like it's so different over there, so more free and da 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 da, especially around homosexuality. But then when you um, talk to people of that marginalized group, you hear a different kind of story. Mm-hmm. And so I would want to hear what um, LGBT folks, what's happening over there. That's what I'm saying. To I make them implement that to, law. Yeah. That would yeah. be interesting. Yeah. Do y'all think that it's... Um, mm, I don't think it's too harsh either. I say wear them out. If you try it, then three years, boom. You call me the wrong pronoun, boom. You oh, oh, an extra you, year. You, you, I hear you. I hear you saying. I think that's a trend. Boom, three years. You think? Tell my team. That's a nigga, y'all. Boom, ticket. Everybody getting tickets. Three years. Well. <laughs> You get a year. You get a year. You get a year. Bitch, Oprah. <laughs> Check on any of your seats. Everybody get three years for trying it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, um, yeah, I would want to know the history. That's the only thing I have about this. I definitely don't think it's too harsh, but I would want to know the history yeah. and what's going on over there to where this had to be really specifically pulled out because mm-hmm. it sounds so backwards. It sounds like 80s time for us. Is that what it is? You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it sounds like. It's something that should have been in the 80s. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. y'all discriminate against people with HIV? Yeah, that's That like, sounds old school. So y'all yeah. still, like, saying you can't do this, you can't do that because you got HIV. Y'all like, still throwing Like, what if away? they really was wearing everybody <laughs> out to where they felt like they had to put this law? Like, what if they, they really had to. was fucking they with They had to. But then for it to get passed... It can't be too bad. Yeah, it's, yeah. It got passed. Yeah, it yeah. could be progressive, too. I don't know. I don't know. It could be a just in case you buy, you bitches try it. Boom. Yeah. It could be for the tourists. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it could be for the tourists. <laughs> well, I hope y'all get y'all shit together, Australia, and I hope this is the step towards um, getting y'all shit together. Freedom. So, three years for everybody. Who sings that song? Freedom, freedom, freedom for your body, freedom for your mind. I don't know. We on a two different songs, now. Yeah, but this y'all probably don't know. <laughs> it was it's um it's a song where all the R and B girls of the ninety had did a song together called Freedom. Oh, I wish I knew how it feels to be free. Who's that? Who's in that? Yeah, who's seen that sounds country? Nina Simone. Oh, where did I need to? Yeah. What was your, what was your freedom song? I don't know. That's why I was singing it. Freedom, freedom, freedom. No. Oh, I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> where you just, it just you sound like you just saying it. No, it was about freedom, yeah, freedom, freedom. That sounds like Aretha. Are we just reminiscing of Aretha. I think so. <laughs> Low key. I think so. It sounds like Aretha. It could be. So I wanted to talk about is not wanting to date a trans person transphobic, mm. cis people included and trans people included. I've heard I've I have a majority a majority of my followers on Instagram are trans men, and I did a poll and I asked, is not wanting to date a trans person transphobic? And it was like seventy percent that said no, and thirty percent that said yes. Did you ask for clarification? No, no. I, you just wanted well, to see. I, a lot of people's clarification <clears throat> is 
basically, uh, I don't fuck with penis. And when it comes, like a trans man saying they don't want to date a trans woman. I'm sorry, I don't want to date. But I'm like, what if they have a sex change, though? Mm. And then nobody really has answers when it comes to that. So I'm like, so, mm. I've heard them say, well, then I want a real penis. I mean, not a real penis. I want a real vagina. I don't get it. Because mm. you as a trans person, I don't I honestly don't understand it. Mm. And I but I get like I had to come to a higher consciousness. I was like, OK, what if it's because like and I've come across a lot of trans women that's like, I don't want, I don't want a real dick. Oh. Mm-hmm. So a lot of I could see how trans women could feel more connected to cis men in some way. How so? I can see the same thing yeah. with trans men being connected to cis yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, because of the social upbringing, the societal upbringing, like trans men can understand cis women on a certain level, depending on how long it took for them to transition or something like that. Mm-hmm. But me personally, I feel more connected to trans women okay. so far. So it's like, hmm, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, does it does it make it transphobia or does it make it preference? I think it makes it transphobia if you don't, if you just automatically say, I'm not going to give a trans person a chance because they're trans. Like every trans person. Well, then you think it's transphobic. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, like, if I was transphobic, I wouldn't have met Z. Like, that I had that same, I'm not going to lie, I had the same, like, narrative, like, I like dick like that's why I don't like women but I had to realize I like men and he's a man whether he has a dick or not mm, interesting interesting so I can I can only <laughs> share my experience um well I, I feel like I do not think that being having the preference of being with a cis person i don't think it's transphobic because i just don't i think you can have preferences now of course we know especially through racism that um some preferences can be rooted in racism (laughs) they can be rooted in white supremacy they can be rooted in colorism they can be rooted in problematic things but I feel like you can be as discriminating as you want in your bedroom. I feel like our bedroom is not the United States. Our bedroom (laughs) is not the court of law. Our bedroom is not these public governmental entities. So they, I feel like there's different rules when it comes to who I am attracted to, who I want to be in my bedroom, having the agency over my body to give who i want to have to explore it so when i say hey i just prefer to be with a cis person but say if it's somebody that doesn't want to have sex because you know there's some people out there is that don't want to have sex Uh oh i'm talking about (laughs) people dating people like if you just want to be my friend and you saying i don't want to have no trans friends then yes of course motherfucker is transphobic Mm -hmm. Cause Cause some people that's like that. Some trans women. I know you. You've come across some girls that'll be like, "Oh, I'm pussy now, and I'm never gonna go to any gay clubs, and I'm not gonna associate with any trans women or any." Well, gay I'm people. thinking about just in the sexual dating mm. relationship realm. When it comes to friends, I guess that's personal too. So it's like, if I don't. But then it's like, if you say you don't want to be a trans person's friend, then it's like, child. Mm. 
That's yeah. shady. But am I forced they, to have trans friends? No, but it's still shade. No, it's still shade. It's like, oh, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like when you get to dictating and labeling people because of their um, preferences, I think in the bedroom um, and in their relationships, I feel like it becomes problematic because I don't want people to tell me who I want to date. I remember when I wasn't open to dating trans men um, and I had problematic language around, you know, I would say, you know, I want a real man. I want, um, you know, I want somebody with a real dick. I like how it gets hard. I like how it spits when it spits. I like how it throbs when it, I like the thing that it does. I like, I like, and another thing, like you get, like, I, I can only imagine if you're used to eating pussy, how a pussy tastes, how a pussy um, reacts in when it's turned on, how lips get fatter, how, how whatever it does. Mm-hmm. If you're used to that and that's a part of your sexual prowess, like that's a part of your, um, what turns you on, then a man-made vagina might not do all the things that you like a, a natal born vagina to do and i can only imagine like a, a a penis like somebody who a trans man getting the bottom surgery i've seen them and they don't look good to me so when i look and see them they don't look appealing at all for me so i rather deal with the the vagina that the person had you see what I'm saying? Like, if I was going to deal with it on a sexual level, I'd rather deal with the what they had when they was born. That's interesting. Because, the, have you ever seen one? Well, no, I've seen one, but the reason why I said it was interesting, because like the because you said, um, based on a sexual preference, that's mm-hmm. why you didn't want to go with trans men. But see, I didn't even, like, I didn't even explore that realm. Like, I was just like, oh, it's a trans man. I just know that wasn't something that I was into, so I didn't even think about it, anything sexually until I met Z. And no, like, yeah, no, no, that's a lie. lie. No, she it's not. A lie. She's lying I'm trying face. to make Z feel y'all special. Not, y'all not finna <laughs> call me a liar. Y'all not finna do me like that. Child. She lying. She's lying. <laughs> Z, we know don't she's listen. lying. Right. Marsha's plate. Don't listen she's to Diamond lying. Z. Uh, B- Mia has been interested in trans men yes. well before. Well before. She showed me some. We've had conversations <laughs> about it. She showed she had me an ex- some. She had an experience, <laughs> but she been thinking about it before she met Z-ass, so you ain't about to sit here and lie. You can make Z feel good on his own time when y'all in the bedroom. You the only one, Daddy. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I may not have, you know, deviled in it, but that doesn't mean I was looking at trans men sexually. Boom. I could be curious, but still not looking at you in a sexual way. Curious, so, whatever. Right. So that's a Bi- curious and bisexual is the same <laughs> motherfucking thing. <laughs> True. It's a, you're thinking about it. No, it's not. Yeah, it's like, child. you know, this could be a possibility until mm-hmm. it happens. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, that's I cute. I can see that. Because that's kind of how I was when I would dibble dabble in the Dibble dabbling is opening the door <laughs> to sex. It's True. Di- that's does, what it is. Does that make me bisexual? Because I dibble dabbled? Yes. Really? I, it, 
if you're to me, this is just me. <laughs> That's how she felt too. If you, yeah, when you, you cross the line and play with a person of the same sex, you're bisexual to me. If we're on, if we're just thinking in simple terms of the binary, mm-hmm. of course, you know, yeah. if you got all the in betweens. But if we just to, just to make it simple, fly if, to me. <laughs> If you are, if you're a, a male person and you are dibble dabbing, whether you get your <laughs> dick sucked or you sucking some dick or you jacking each other off, whatever you're doing in the sexual realm for pleasure, I think you're playing with bisexuality. But in my terms, because I was brought up as a female, it kind of was just normalized. But for you don't me identify as female, though. No, back then I did. Technically, y'all in a heterose- heterosexual relationship. Wait, True. what? True. We technically. are technically. Yeah. Biologically. <laughs> y'all kind of in. All these boxes, child. Yeah, Why these boxes don't always be? fit. But <laughs> that's, you know, whatever. But no, true. They playing around. That's why I don't and like we, labels. No, labels don't always work. <laughs> don't labels help label. you explain things, though. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, when, so, in that regard, I, I, when I'm looking back in the day, this is different. No, 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 this ain't right. Even this is the same thing now. I'm not, I don't, I pre- if I'm going to have a penis, I prefer to have the real homegrown penis. But have you had the other one yet? I've seen it, and it does not look appealing. I know, I but you seen... said you've seen sushi, but until you taste sushi, you don't know if it's good or not. But there's some things that you put on my plate, like some snails. I'm not going to taste that shit. <laughs> I'm not yeah, going to taste it. could be the most delicious thing in the world, but because this shit looks gross, I'm not tasting uh, it. you probably seen, the majority probably seen them straight post-op, though. Because a lot of them don't share. No, I've researched this. Really? I've seen in person and Oh, in person? Yes, I've How seen you seen it in person? Ask. <laughs> How you seen it in person? Ask. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're comfortable and we're sitting here talking. Let me see. Pull it out. You said you were down to show me. I'll show it. Just show, show me to me. No. Oh, okay. oh. I never saw it before. And How is it, it It's not no. It's not a stranger. This is somebody I've talked to. Yeah, but how and is so, it? It does not, doesn't look appealing to me. What does it look I know, like, though? Like, do it look like just like meat? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be offended. I know that post-op trend. I can show you a picture, too. Oh, okay. I know post-op trans women's pussies don't look the same, but then I know that yeah, all pussies don't them. look the same. All but pussies don't look the same. No, all pussies don't look the same, <laughs> but mm, I'm but sorry. But I wouldn't mind playing with one, though. That's, That's cool. just me. I, I'm just talking about <laughs> me. I went, what I saw is not appealing for me. So <laughs> if I if I go, if I say I prefer, if I'm going to, if I have a taste for penis, I'm going to prefer uh, cisgender penis, and so cool. I don't feel like I'm being transphobic. I'm just uh, these are my preferences. That I like. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's just it's just certain things like uh, like say you're a cis guy and you meet a trans woman. It's certain things that come along with you. Like, what if I have the dream of having a family and you can't give me one the way I want to get it. That was somebody told me. They said that the only valid excuses for a family, and I was like, "Hmm, how when you can adopt?" But, but what if your dream for yourself is to go through the the mm. natural experience? I want to see my wife 
pregnant. I want to see my wife go. Mm. I want to feel the baby kick. I want true, the true. normal way of quote unquote way of doing procreation. And that's what my dream of my life is. I want to see my jeans. I don't want to pay a million dollars to try to get it to work <laughs> with you. I, I want, I don't want to deal with that. That's how I feel. It's not because I hate you. It's not because I fear you. It's not because anything. It's just I don't want to deal with that because that is not for me. That's what it actually. That's what triggered me a lot when it came to dating cis women. It was like, oh, we would have to do all those loopholes. Yeah, we got to go through. And what if I just don't want to deal with that? Yeah, it's not because I hate you or I want you not to exist. It's I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with it. I want. I want the cis heteronormative life and that's what i want for myself mm-hmm. and you don't fit it so i'm choosing to say no thank you respectfully i don't want you to die i don't want to beat you up i'm not gonna be disrespectful i'm just gonna say no thank you i pass that's not for me is that person transphobic i don't no. think so i and you can gracefully do it because i've uh you so if you've ever like talked to someone like i've talked to someone and like i'm like like to a cisgender guy and like, hey, I'm trans and they're like, all due respect, you're beautiful, you're a beautiful woman, but you're not the type of woman that I'm interested in. And I hope you find what you're looking for. Yeah, and that's so respectful. I and could that be rooted in miseducation about trans people? Yes. But it could it not? It could it be, yes, I know what's going on and I know mm-hmm. it's just not for me. So what is transphobia to y'all? Transphobia is if you say you will fuck with me if I get a sex change. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's the definition. Okay. Oh, no, no, that I'm just kidding. That's an example. <laughs> what is uh, turns off with you? Gosh, it's when it's just your your hate for us is rooted in ignorance. It's you want us to die. <laughs> you yeah. want us to not be happy. You want us to not exist. You want us to not um, flourish. Um, you don't acknowledge us. You don't not mm-hmm. acknowledge our existence. All that is transphobia to me. Right. When it's that, when it, when systematic, it, when it affects too. that, right. um, personal, when it, what your personal things affect my life, that's when it's like transphobic. When it's like, really, oh my God, you really are not hiring me for this job because I'm trans. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? You're not hiring me for this job. You're not. Um, you you're doing things that are affecting me personally. It's not you just choosing not to lay me lay me down. Yeah. You're not choosing to, um, you know, date me. It's you're doing things that affect me personally. Right. And so when it's when it's that, that's what's transphobia to me. Transphobic to me. Transphobia. Transphobia. To, well, an example of transphobia for me. Um, is if you consider me, if you if you compliment me and you consider me beautiful, and you're giving me all my roses, and then when you find out that I'm tra- I'm trans, then all of a sudden I'm this this man and this disgusting creature. But before before you clock my tea, I'm I'm your sickening. Mm. That's transphobic to me. Yeah, when their when their tones totally switch to that ugly stuff, then yes. But you don't think that it's transphobic when they go from, oh, you're beautiful, but it's just not my thing. No. Okay. No. Because it's a preference. It's like, oh, like it's it's not being shady. It's like, oh, okay. I, but the I, same thing sound like, that's not my preference. Fuck you, man. 
Nah, it's your delivery. <laughs> I think it's your delivery. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, for example, like let's let's take it to the racial realm, uh-huh. and say that I am a white person, uh-huh. and I want my children to look like me, mm-hmm. and so I want to date a white person. I want my kids to be white, I, so I'm gonna date a white man and make create babies with him, and I specifically say. I don't want to make children with a black man. Mm-hmm. So I'm specifically dating white men because this is what I want. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But if I say, and this is just what I want to do. But if I say, Oh, I don't like them fucking niggers. I don't like black people. They're so <laughs> dumb. They're so stupid. And you know, they're lazy and I don't want fuck, no fucking lazy children. And I don't want their hair to come out nappy. And I don't want my hair. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it's, that's all rooted in racism. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, so when you're, it, I think it's your motivations behind, that's what makes a difference for me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I it's totally, I think your motivations behind is what makes it racist. Your mm-hmm. motivations behind it is what makes it homophobic. Your motivation behind it is what makes it um, transphobic. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it's your motivations. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause if I just say, you know, I like I, somebody just telling me, I just, I like, I want to date white men because I want to make white babies <laughs> that look like me. Mm-hmm. I don't find that, um, that problematic. Yeah, I see a lot of, I, I, black people are like that. I want to mm-hmm. make black babies. And so I want a black man. <laughs> mm-hmm. So would you say that it's racist to be like, oh, if to be a, a dark-skinned girl, they'd be saying, oh, I'm going to have me a baby by a Mexican because I want pretty hair and all this But extra. we know that's rooted in white supremacy. Right, but would you say that she's racist? No. Um, I think that she's been glamored by white supremacy because mm. yeah. she wants that mixed-looking baby shit. That's, mm. I think that's, <laughs> we know. That mixed-looking baby shit. <laughs> yeah, we know <laughs> what that is. When you are, when you pref- you're preferring your children to look like that because their their proximity to whiteness. Oh, they're gonna be pretty. They're gonna be curly hair. Da 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 da. When it's like that, mm-hmm. you know where that's rooted. Mm-hmm. I'm not choosing this Mexican because oh, I just love him. I'm choosing him <coughs> because he's gonna give me these curly hair mixed babies. That's that's rooted in racism. That your motivations are wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I agree. It's it's a lot of trans men that are saying that it is transphobic. <laughs> well, trans a lot of the too. white women and a lot of the white guys. Black I mean. too. Black trans women. I've heard them say it, and I'm like, mm, I don't know. But it's usually when motherfuckers just don't want to be with them. Yeah, cause some sometimes they just don't like you. Sometimes you just not attractive to them. Sometimes man, mm. you just not with. That's it's not what not they imagine. And, and I get it. I obviously, I honestly don't get offended by it. I don't get offended either. Cause there's a <laughs> there's a girl for everybody, and what nigga might like you might not like me, and vice versa. So you're not gonna attract the same niggas that I'm gonna attract, and you're not. I and 
vice versa. It's it feels uncomfortable because it makes it's it's everybody's their own person. It makes me feel like I you're telling me that I have to be Yeah, I have I to have be with to be somebody into you. Right. Yeah. I don't care for other people's validation. That's the if thing. If I want to be progressive and <laughs> neoliberal, I have to be into trans women. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. I don't that's one thing I don't like is forcing opinions on people. Like I have my own opinion. You can have your own opinion as long as you stay on your side and don't fuck with me. We good. I don't care for other people's validation. Yeah. And that's how I think Trey should be. Like, if I spill my tea and say, hey, I'm trans, then pay it. If you like pussy and that's all you want, if you was born with a pussy and that's all but you would you fuck with a trans like, man? Then you should be unbothered by me if, if, if what I got is not what you want, so pay it. Now, when you feel bothered, it's because you like what you see, and that's, that's have nothing to do with me. That's something you have to take up with you and your manhood. Yeah, and I think that's rooted in transphobia, mm-hmm. yes. If I'm angry because you're so beautiful and I'm attracted to you and I'm not supposed to be mm-hmm. and I'm angered behind it, yes, we know that that's rooted in transphobia. You have nothing to do with me. But a lot of men don't see that. But I think it's the motivation. But I do think that there's men out here who don't hate on you. They don't want you to die. They don't want you to not flourish. They don't want you to not be you, but I don't want to do deal with that. Yeah, and that's fine because so. it's plenty of men that deal with deal with that. Mm. <laughs> well, we know. <laughs> well, I came across a girl, a trans girl. She said that she didn't want to date any more trans men after her first one. And I was like, hmm, why is that? And basically, she just kind of put us in the category that is different. Are you talking mm. about Aubrey? I don't Are like we to saying say names? names. I don't like to say names. <laughs> okay. We don't but I mean, but she did say that. Right. But uh, I just don't like Her bae, her ex bae is fine. And if <laughs> I know you single. <laughs> What's up? My nigga. <laughs> I got you. Fuck her. But she was saying she was fine. He's African too, right? I don't know. He He's my type. African, but it was a, it was <laughs> Shoot my of, shot. What's up? Oh Lord, <laughs> y'all don't never let me talk. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I wanted a lot of guys were saying that was transphobic, and I was like, how? Well, how that started. The first video she did with the other girl was problematic as fuck. As fuck. Like misgendering and oh, she I want say. a real man, not a fake man. Oh. Like real, a uh, real with the penis. I was just like, bitch, how yeah, are you it was saying real all witchy. this? When, yeah. Oh. Now she came back with a new video after that Apologize. by herself and ex- apologized and explained it a little bit more. It still was kind of. Problematic. Oh. <laughs> it was kind of. Uh. It seemed kind of uneducated, kind of. Yeah, it's, it but was it seemed real. like she was trying. Like, oops, my bad. But still yeah. was kind of trying it. It was mm-hmm. real extra. So. so I thought that was interesting. I was like, okay, so you as a trans woman kind of put us in the category. That's interesting. Like, oh, I don't want to date trans men no more because he was somebody that was really intimate to me, and I don't want to do any more trans men. I kind of was like, ah, but I mean, that's that's you. But babe, I didn't get mad at it or say it was transphobic. I was just like, okay, that's you. But, babe, like, haven't you heard some cis women be like, oh, I'm not dating no more men. I'm just going to go to turn the bitches. I'm finna just start dating women. No more men. Men are dogs. Mm. I've heard it, but yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> baby. If you like niggas. <laughs> yeah. You like niggas, my nigga. <laughs> yeah. It's just what you like. As soon as you find that one, it's 
this came and you were good. You're going to get your son. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Uh, I don't know. I just, I can you, can, what if, what if that, the truth is that she had this wonderful experience with a trans guy mm-hmm. and she tried it out. She had the full experience. It didn't work out. And she says, you know what? I'm just not going to date trans guys anymore because that was such a special experience for me. I want that experience to stay mm-hmm. special. And so I'm not going to do it again. I'm just going to stick with his guys. That's beautiful, but she should have said that. <laughs> I know, but what if that you don't think that, that you think that's unrealistic? I don't think it's unrealistic. Maybe she couldn't convey it. I, I was unbothered by it. That's just me. Because I feel like I would be like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like don't if care. I have a full-fledged relationship with a trans guy and it's all good. But, then, but know. then I know I know for me that would be that wouldn't make sense to me. Like if I'm like, oh, I had this awesome experience with well, this no, no, Asian no, no. Not girl. Aw- not awesome. Like it ended, so it wasn't awesome. Oh, okay. Well I had this, <laughs> But I had it was this... a beautiful overall lesson that I learned. But and it's kind of like I want to do it again. I know for me it would be problematic because it's categorizing because I couldn't be like, ooh, uh, like I had this experience with this Asian girl and you know. It was all right. I can't date Asian women no more. It was a. This is the only Asian I could date. That mm. for me, that would be weird. But for other people to think that, do you? I get it, but <laughs> I, I might not. <laughs> I, it might not be me because if I don't know, I feel I kinda, like I'm kind of like that though. <laughs> I, I, it's something about it that I'm like, if it don't work out, I'm like, shit, I'm fuck this. Shit. I mean, women say it all the time, like because I'm already on the fence about it. Like, about, I'm mm. about dating a trans man. So, oh, I'm already no. on the, it's not, ooh, let's go. It's not, I'm not <laughs> fully there. <laughs> I want y'all to understand that. It's not, I'm not fully, like, this is for me. Mm. No. <laughs> so, I feel like if I tried it and there was, like, an overwhelming negative experience. You're paid. Yeah, I'll be like, Ugh. it's all about if you fuck with the person, y'all have the same values, y'all mm-hmm. both like the same things in the That's bedroom. That's nice to say, I, but I would believe that there are some <laughs> consistent things that you have to deal with. Yeah, I would feel with and, trans men. Yeah, I think that there's some cis men too. But I'm used to that. Like that's my normal. So I would, I would, I like the compromise. Like having to deal with that fucking anxiety that you, because some trade they give and some are good at hiding at it. But it's, for some reason they all have this anxiety when you go out in public. Like if you, can, I'm very in tune with my 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 senses, so I just could catch it. Like I can tell mm-hmm. they're they're kind of like nervous when we get in the big crowd. Oh my god, they gonna they gonna clock our tea or is this gonna be a problem or just meeting their family or going out on a dinner date but, that, but not every me, guy is not like that but that's been my experience i don't have that experience well it's not that i don't have that experience but that is a test for me with men so if you give me that you have anxiety about me being in public you're out of there mm-hmm. like i'm not fucking with you so we don't go any further than See, anything be, yeah with trans men sometimes we can have our own anxiety like me i'd be like who is my chest showing and is that somebody clock me? Yeah, it's certain stuff me that does having come. to cater to a trans person's dysphoria is so the idea <laughs> of dealing with that is already like, ugh. 
Let me be the only tranny in the situation. Really? <laughs> See, that selfish. Yeah. There's she a part is. of me that is selfish. <laughs> that I'm like, I don't want to have to deal with no more. Let me be the tranny dealer with the tranny shit. No. And you be the regular dude that's just uh, I, you dealing with racism. It's really not <laughs> that bad. But, I, but see, I've been in me, I ain't been in no relationships but the trying to talk. The dating to dudes, is just... The, it, it gets real problematic. It's like every little thing is something. But it's like I can... I be like, like when I deal with it with Z, I can understand it because it's like it's stuff that I go through. So it's like it's almost like me watching a mirror like, oh, But you was all he, in before you met Z. What you mean? You was all in, ready for she a told, trans man yeah, relationship. She told me right, how but many... But I, I wasn't prepared for the dysphoria. That caught me off guard because I thought like... I don't know. I thought I was gonna be the only one, and just seeing that he had, <laughs> and seeing that he had this for you too. I'm like, oh, and like helping him, like nigga, like why are you worried about that? You are tripping, and he do the same thing with me, like bitch, what you tripping? Like we're good, like you don't have to worry about that. That's not something you have to worry about right now. You look, you're good, and we kind of like push each other, so it's like it works. I don't know. I can see. I can see how it works. I, I, Diamond just don't want to do deal. I, with I don't want to deal with that shit. <laughs> I just can't. I yeah. You like alpha? Like I'm alpha so female. fully confident in myself and what I like. And you should be not too. fully. Um, you don't have to be fully, but because um, I know there's there's moments when you know we're not too sure of ourselves, mm-hmm. but. I can't have it on the level of your identity. Oh, okay. I get it. Dealing with that for me on a constant basis. (laughs) Child, if you don't get the fuck up out of here, nigga. (laughs) With that bullshit, get the fuck up out of my face. It could be a little much, but I think we both can say it both ways. It could be like, oh, my God. I think... think the problem is that trans men are just becoming visible to ourselves. Uh-huh. So a lot of times we have to figure out what we like as individuals and mm-hmm. then not paying attention to other trans men and what they like. And then it's even a lot of trans men that try to be hyper-masculine, try to talk down on each other, and mm-hmm. we police each other. So a lot of us get confused and unconf- like not confident with ourselves. But I feel like as time goes on, and that we start to see, like, be more comfortable with being right. open with what we like, it could change a lot of the time. So I feel like a lot of our dysphoria is kind of, I don't want to say chosen, but we, like, well, me. I picked my battles, like, with myself. Like, now I'm like, I didn't have to think that way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I was thinking that. That was stupid. But then the lack of representation, it kind of just led me into that negative mindset. I kind of think of, I guess, the an analogy that I could use is if I don't have no car. Mm. Why would I pick a nigga who ain't got no fucking car? Mm. Who He don't have no car either. We both ain't got no car? <laughs> <laughs> like, why would I pick a nigga who got the same problems because that I do? Because you can work together, and then when you work together as a team, you can combine your, your income, and boom, y'all both got a car, and y'all both signed that on is it, so and nice. y'all both got a car. That sounds boom. so nice, but what if, boom, I find a nigga who got his own car already? Well, then and he you cool. have to make decisions. <laughs> why, why would I pick a dude who got the same type of problems that I do. Hmm. I don't think this for is a problem though. Okay. 
<laughs> I guess. <laughs> don't. When did it become a not problem? How's it not a problem? I just don't think it's a problem. I think it's just a state that you can't really help. Oh, I agree with that, but it's a problem <laughs> state. You don't think this for you is a problem? No. Oh, wow. Because I feel like you'll always have a degree of it. Like, anybody can have body image issues. It just depends on how you handle it. I don't feel like dysphoria could take over you, but I feel like it would always kind of be there. Kind of like addiction. But I don't know. That's just how I see it. I don't see that it could rule me my whole life. I know it won't. Mm-hmm. After I get more sense of self and putting myself out there and seeing more but representation. That means it's a problem. That means it's something negative. Hmm. I don't think so. Why would you not want it to rule you if it wasn't anything negative? Hmm. Because having a body, like you just said, like everybody else who had don't who have a body issue, that body issue is a problem for those people. It's a problem. Hmm. It's it's a lack of confidence in your body. It's a lack of connection with your body that is a problem hmm. is it a problem that's so yeah, overwhelming yeah because it is discomfort yeah, dysphoria so it means discomfort it's like so, oh my god i got this needle in, did, what it sounds to me is like oh i got this needle in my arm oh it's not a problem yeah it, is, it hurts <laughs> it's in your arm so it's a problem you might have had mechanism to deal with it and you've learned how to deal with it being there oh but, so so you feel like cis men give you a sense of normalcy almost they give me one layer of shit that I don't have to deal with. Got you. Okay, I get it. Like, do they have their shit? Yes, but add their shit on top of, oh, my God, he got this for you, too? Damn. But whenever I would date cis women, it kind of was like, it was like that distance. No, not really. But I feel like it was a distance because they couldn't understand where I was coming from. Like, I felt like it was just, like, they didn't know how to comfort me. So, But I also think that my level of um, dysphoria is so little mm. that I don't think they would have to deal with that with me. Got you. And so I feel like if I was with a trans man, he wouldn't have to deal with that with me. Mm. Got you. So me dealing with that with him, it would be something like, oh, my God. Like I, mine is d- diminishing a lot. That's good as I work out and stuff. And it's just sucks. it's just another. <laughs> we always talk about inter- intersections of oppression, mm-hmm. and so if I have a cis black man, all I'm have to deal with it in in regards to the intersections of oppression mm-hmm. is patriarchy and racism and how to fix that in him. Mm-hmm. But if I have a a black trans man. I'm dealing with patriarchy. I'm dealing with uh, transphobia. I'm dealing mm. with uh, uh, so many things. I'm dealing with true. multiple layers of things. And true, like, true. Why would I choose to be in that relationship? Mm. You know, when I can just say, oh, let me just. Well, you won't know till you try. Yeah, like I said, I mean, the <laughs> so you can work this out pussy. Work <laughs> So and playing and <laughs> exploring and being open and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. <sighs> I really wish my brothers would be more open. So mm. they can work this pussy, work this pussy, work <laughs> she this pussy. is okay. living for this song. <laughs> <laughs> for real. You might as well play it for the people. <laughs> WTP, work this pussy, darling. 
Wow. So, all right. So that's the we gotta show y'all. That was just one seventeen. Oh, where not? All right. Well, we hope y'all enjoyed. We will see y'all next week. Let's get started. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Let's end this motherfucker. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Bye.